Well, hey, hello, everyone. Welcome back to. Oh shit! Why does this sound like this? Hello, hello. Oh wait, that's why. <laughs> that would help. Hello. Okay, yeah, there we go. We're good. We good. We good. We good. Okay. Well. Hey, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the none other fuck you mentality, because what the fuck else would you be listening to? I'm your host, Lisa G. Before you take another sip of water, though, or even another fucking breath, make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube and also make sure you're subscribed to whatever platform you're listening to this on. Yeah, make sure you like it, subscribe it, whatever the fuck it makes you do. Just make sure you do that. okay? you don't want to miss any more episodes. I know you don't. And um. You should just do it anyway because you love me and you love this podcast, right? Like that's the whole point of you supporting podcasts because you love it, you know, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, thanks guys. Thank you so much for listening to the to this podcast episode. Okay, bye, love you all. No I'm kidding. <laughs> well, guys, hey, we're back with another episode of the None Other Fuck You Mentality podcast. But today we're gonna talk about uh, why I decided to shut down my studio even though I still do hair and I love my job, obviously, but I shut it down because so, okay. So I had this, I had this revelation, um, a couple episodes back of, of my tumultuous journey with my job as a stylist. And I put a lot of my self-worth in my job. And, you know, I, the only time that I ever felt worthy was when I was behind the chair. And the only time that I felt love was when I was behind the chair. And it was pretty much the only thing that's ever kept me alive. It, as crazy as it sounds, but truly, you know, with, with, you have to listen to the episode. I'll have to link it in the, in the description so that we guys can hear it. But I have a full blown breakdown about, about this. Like I have a full blown, um, like crying breakdown because it was such a hard thing for me to come to terms with. You know, I I love my career. I love I've loved being a stylist. I've loved where it's taken me. I mean, without it, it, I wouldn't be where I am right now. I wouldn't be able to talk about the things that I can to help other people kind of move through these things. But I feel like there comes a time in everyone's journey of their career where they have to kind of realize Okay, um, maybe this career path has served its purpose. And despite being just 27, and that was a hard thing for me to grasp, um, that's that's kind of what I've come to. You know, I, lo- I love my job. And I like I said, I, I don't, don't, don't think I'll ever not be a stylist. But it's kind of change, you know. I don't love hair the way, like I said, the way that I used to. And I don't do it the way that I used to. So why would I continue to do hair the way that I've always done it if I don't currently even do it the way that I used to do it anyway. So I made this decision to shut down my studio. So I'm going to give you guys a little bit of backstory of why the hell I even opened it in the first place and kind of give you, kind of put the, you know, play, put the mood, set down the mood, set down the mood, set the mood, you know? So I originally came out to California to work with this specific salon and I came here and I worked my ass off. I did everything I possibly could. I did everything that I thought was right with this, with this, this studio. And hold on, I gotta, I gotta adjust my mic because I think it needs to be a little bit higher. Okay. I love that. I, 
okay there we go oh, okay there we go that's that's it that sounds better that just seems better right okay yeah <laughs> um so yeah so I moved to California to move work at the salon I did everything I possibly could I poured literally my every th single ounce of myself into this goddamn salon and well shit hit the fan and I opened the studio because it was the only thing that I really knew how to do and I didn't know I don't I didn't really know anybody else in the area I didn't know of any other salon owners. I didn't, I had never had a chance. My camera decided it wanted to turn off because it got hot. I hope it doesn't do that again. It's okay if it does. We'll just fucking figure it out. Anyway, so I never really had a chance to like meet other salon owners or, you know, make community or whatever the case may be. So when I left that salon, it was kind of, it was fast because I, I, like I was deteriorating like me, myself, and I, like, I just, I didn't know who I was anymore. And there's, there's a whole journey with that, but I left. And like I said, I did the one thing that was really familiar for me, which was opening up a studio. If you guys didn't know this, I used to own a salon. I owned it for six years. Um, I opened it when I was super young. I think I was, yeah, I was 18, 19, something like that. And, you know, that was like really the, that was like the beginning of my career. I, I've been a stylist since I was 16, but I, uh, I, that, that's, that's truly like the only thing I've ever known was, was owning a studio and, you know, having the studio. So I did something that I knew was familiar for me, which was owning a studio, but more importantly, being alone because I was so burnt out and I was so, um, I was so like fucked up from that previous salon experience, you know? I, I'm not even gonna get into that, but I was, I was fucked up for a while. I would say probably up until like, like the last couple of months, I finally have kind of like worked through that. And I needed that time to, to just heal, to just, to just be myself. Because when I was in that, that, that space before I was made to be this really awful person and that, you know, I was too much or I needed to change. I ruined everything. I was this terrible person. I was painted as someone that isn't like wasn't true and it wasn't who I was. So it it fucked up my identity quite a bit. I will say that. Um yeah, it got to me. It fucked me up. So like I said, I opened up the space because it was the only thing that I knew how to do. And I knew that I just really wanted to be alone because I was in a group setting where, again, like a group of people were telling me these things that I was this terrible fucking person and blah, 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 blah. And I'm sure somebody listening to this might say like, oh, was it you? No, it wasn't. It wasn't me. And don't get me wrong. I'm not perfect. I Everyone makes mistakes and I will gladly take accountability of that. But I... I am not this person that they made it seem for me to be, which is why, like, I knew that deep down, like, my morally that I wasn't, that I wasn't this person that they said I was, um, which is why it fucked with me that hard. So anyway, I had this space and I worked alone. I wanted to be alone. I didn't want anybody in it. I just wanted to be alone because um, I needed time. I needed time to heal. I needed time to you know, reconnect with my clients and to just re relearn why I do hair and why I even moved to California in the fucking first place, you know? So I took that time the past couple of months to really dive into this and 
I did it alone, like I said. And I um I had this revelation a couple couple of months ago where I was finding myself finding or doing anything I possibly could to not go to work. And I didn't want to be behind the chair and I didn't um it's not that I didn't care, but I didn't care as much as I used to. Like I didn't care if I was booked or not. Like I just truly did not give a fuck. Um and then that's when that revelation with hair kind of came about because I also was going through a trauma program. So these two things kind of coincided at the same time. And I realized during this trauma program and during this time, this season of me not wanting to go to work, that's when I realized, okay, um, I think that maybe being a stylist has kind of ran its course. Because then I realized like my my relationship with hair and my relationship with my career and you know, how, how I feel about it and how it's gotten me to where I am now. But that person that I once was doesn't exist anymore. You know, this person who would work 80 million hours and just live to please others just doesn't exist anymore. And that, uh, I needed to be okay with that. And I, and I was, I was okay with that. And I, um, my fucking camera just fucking shut off again. God fucking damn it. All right. Well, fuck it. We're just gonna, the show must go on. You know, we're just not gonna film this one because my camera decided to be a little butthead. <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, yeah, I realized that this person doesn't really exist anymore and this space served its purpose. I was able to heal through a lot of the things that have happened in that past salon and in this past version of myself that really doesn't exist. So instead of just doing the same things that I was used to doing and doing things that I'm really comfortable with, I needed to, I need, I need to stop those, that, that space served its purpose. I was able to heal through it. I was able to realize all these things granted at a, at a much faster rate than I was expecting, but I did it. Nonetheless, I, nonetheless, I was able to heal through, I was able to heal through all of this and I have no attachment to my studio anymore. And that's when I also realized, okay, then get rid of it. The biggest thing with manifesting is you have to let things go in order for other things to to take space in your life. And the having the studio space and having that kind of hanging over my head was just holding so much fucking space because I had no intention of expanding it immediately. Initially, I wanted to. Initially, I wanted to open a bigger spot, which I will. But I I need I need to be patient with myself and and give myself a lot more grace, a lot more time to heal through even more of this. Um, then just kind of like pushing through and following the steps of like what society thinks you should do, right? Like you should own, you should own a studio. Like you should, you should be, uh, be a renter and then expand to owning a studio. Cause that's exactly how I did it the first time. But this time with now that I've have all this freedom to do whatever I want, I want to take it whatever fucking direction that I want to take it. And I know I'm kind of going off on a tangent cause I kind of lost my train of thought, but the biggest thing with this is that space served its purpose. Did it serve its pur purpose a lot faster than I was expecting? Yes. Can you put he uh, healing on a timeline? No. So I have to honor whatever it is that my body is telling me right now. And that's saying, hey, you still love hair, but I think it's time that you take this to a different direction. Not to the next level, but to a different direction to maybe nurture a side of your career that you've never explored. So the, the thing with that is I realized that it didn't matter 
the space that I was in, I could still be creative anywhere. My artistry is in, is within myself. It has nothing to do with the space, but it has everything to do with the space. You see, when I was at that other salon, I I got fucked up. Like I said, like mentally, I was fucked up, you know, and I started noticing my results were just being like, they just weren't as good as I was used to. And I wasn't feeling creative and I wasn't. I just, I wasn't happy and I, I didn't feel artistic. I didn't want to do anything. And I started paying attention to how I felt. And I did a podcast episode with my good friend, Maggie, and we talk about, um, our, our creative friend and with that and how your creative friend can actually leave you if you don't nurture it, just like how, like, if you don't nurture any relationship in your life, it can fucking leave you or it can like break up or like no longer talk to this person. I'm out of breath. Oh my God. Sorry. <laughs> I get so excited about this. So yeah. So the, ever since her and I had this conversation, it's been, it's been sticking out to me. And I realized that you don't have, like art is not confined to a space. You know, like when you're a stylist, you're not confined to this certain space. Artistry can follow you anywhere you fucking go. But we've been told, you know, only do hair in a salon. Cause yeah, if you can get in trouble, if you like fuck some shit up at home or whatever the case would be, you can be smart about it though, you know, but our whole like thing as a stylist is, like I said, you have to do hair in a salon. That's just like, that's just how it works. But I'm not a stylist. I'm an artist. I like art. Art is subjective. You know, I like testing the boundaries. I like pushing hair past its limit. I, that's just what I like to do. And I had this revelation, you know, when I had this, this, this thing with hair and I realized my journey with hair, the biggest thing that I would tie myself to is that is a space. I would say, okay, look, I got to work a shit ton because I got to maintain the space. I want to be in the space, the space, 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 space. I got to keep it clean, you know, blah, 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 blah. Everything was about this, like a, a fucking space. And I, 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 granted, like I said, like, that's just how our industry kind of uh, kind of tells you how to do things. But when I had that revelation, I, for a brief instant, I was like, maybe I should stop doing hair. Like maybe hair just isn't for me anymore. And that is the furthest thing from the fucking truth. Because whether it's hair or painting a fucking picture or whatever it could be, art is art. I am an artist at heart. I just needed to take a look at my surroundings and see why did I feel like that? Like what was making me feel like I couldn't be an artist anymore. I shouldn't be an artist anymore because of my past and my trauma, blah, 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 you know? So that's what it was. I was confined in these four walls of my studio, which I loved. I loved my studio, but I want to take my skills elsewhere. I want to do it in a different way. Art, you know, being a stylist doesn't mean you just have to do it in a salon and confined in four walls you can fucking, you can travel. Like there's traveling stylists or stylists who do it from their home. There's stylists that do editorial work. There's stylists that just do styling. Like there's, I've done so many different things outside of being in the salon. And I think what was killing my creativity is constantly just being safe and in the salon. 
So, like I said, I decided to shut it down. I'm not gonna not do hair. I'm gonna just gonna I'm just gonna do house calls. I'm gonna travel. I'm gonna guest spot at different salons because I do miss working with a group of people. I miss camaraderie. God, I miss talking about hair with other stylists. That is my favorite fucking thing on the planet. Like it fucking gets me going. Especially stylists that like talking about like the nitty gritty, like color formulations and color theory, et cetera, et cetera. So I also fucking talk about that. Oof, that shit gets my badussy popping. You know what I'm saying? But I miss that so much. And I'm tired of putting myself in this box, like what society thinks you should do in working in a salon. Fuck that. I'm in a new season of my career. That per that version of me is dead. It's over. It's done. I don't, I don't, I see no purpose for her anymore. I'm in a season where I, my artistry is in my hands. I, I can do it anywhere I want, whether it's extensions, um, care or not character treatments, kiki treatments, uh, gosh, wigs, whatever, like just so many different things. The artistry is now in my hands. I have relinquished that percentage of me that is tied to a space. And now that artistry I realize is has always been within me. So again, I keep saying that's why I shut it down. I keep saying that because there was a lot of shame about it for like a quick second. You know, I, I was like, fuck, you know, I, I feel kind of like a failure. Like I opened this up and now I'm shutting it back down. And Jason, my boyfriend, he was like, you said from the beginning that this was just going to be a stepping stone for you. Why are you letting it be anything else? And I was like, oh, um, yeah, I, I guess you're right. I did say that that was, it was just going to be a stepping stone. I was like, I was like, I just, I, I guess I didn't think it'd be this fast. And he's like, you always say it yourself, you know, healing isn't linear. Healing can happen quick or fat or, or short or, or quick or fat. Wow. All the same words, huh? quick or long, or like it had, there is no timeline. So why am I putting myself on this timeline when I, that's all I fucking preach about. I eventually do want to expand and open up a space again, because I would love to have my own team again. And I would love to create what I created in Delaware out here in California. Uh, what I had was really special. And I think that that's what I'm missing a lot of. But instead of trying to force myself into that season right now, I want to grow in a different way. I want to grow. I want to grow sideways, you know, vertically, perpendicularly, I don't even, whatever words are hard. <laughs> I want to grow in different ways. I don't necessarily just want to level up. You know, I don't, I don't look at that as like, I'm progressing to the next step because I've always been so fixated on what's the next step? What's the next step? Fuck the next step. What, what other ways can you grow? And this is the way that I'm going to grow. I am going to be part-time. I'm going to take just models and just do my regulars and I'm going to bebop places. I'm going to do house calls. I'm going to go guest spot at different salons. You know, I'm going to create community in a different way, in a way that I've never fucking done it. And I'm terrified. God, I'm so scared because again, this is something that's so new, but God, like my, I feel invigorated. I feel new. I feel, I feel right. This feels right. This feels like the right step. And I've never felt happier about letting things go like that. I let go of not only my apartment, that I had for for two years, and I just cut the lease and said, "Fucking them out." Also, letting go of my studio. So, 
if anyone who's listening to this, just know, do, like, really think deep, you know, take a look at how you're feeling on your day to day. Is it your workload that's making you unhappy? Is it your space that's making you unhappy? Is it the things that you're doing that make you unhappy? You know, it's really important to pay pay attention to this because as stylists, we are constantly giving energy to other people and we are also absorbing energy from people. So if you are constantly absorbing this negative, nasty energy, that will reflect. So be very careful, you know. And I love the conversation that Maggie and I had because, yes, that creative friend that I'm talking about, he can leave you. She can leave you. He, she, we, wombo, whatever it is you want to name it. Your unicorn can leave you if you don't nurture it. So take a step back. Think about the true artistry of yourself and are you feeding it what it needs? And if not, make a change. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. I hope you guys have a great fucking day. I love all of you guys so much. I I hope that this resonated with one of you, some of you, all of you, whatever the case would be. But I'm going to leave you with this piece of advice. Be so unapologetically yourself that it inspires others to do the same.